I'm Annette Richmond. Thank you for joining me for the Trend Talk Show, where we discuss the good, the bad, and what were they thinking in industry trends. So hello out there. Good uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are joining us from. And, you know, it would be nice if I hit the intro before I hit the live. So here we are. Um, and I'm Annette Richmond. This is the Trend Talk Show. And I am so excited to be here with my friends, Kevin and Deanna and Jillian tonight. When I first launched this show in August, I asked them to be my first guest to talk about LinkedIn. Um, and Deanna, who is my buddy, and Jillian already, they're my friends, said, oh, yes, yeah, sure. And Kevin, you know, he didn't really know me, but he said, okay, okay, <laughs> sure, and I'll be in. And so that was the first show, and we had so much fun. Um, and so this is the last show of 2022, and I'm so excited to be back here talking about LinkedIn again. So um, for anyone who doesn't know you all, um, please introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about you and who you are. And let's start, ladies, first. So we'll start with Jillian and then Deanne and then Kevin. You can round out the end. Okay. So my name is Jillian Whitney. I am a LinkedIn video coach, and I make video easy peasy on LinkedIn. Over to you, Deanna. Perfect. Easy peasy intro. Deanna Russo, Leverage Up. I am a LinkedIn strategist and I take you from scroll to strategy on LinkedIn. Kevin, your turn. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm Kevin Turner with TNT Brand Strategist. That is what I do. I help people basically relate what they bring to the table. So eliminating personal branding is my mission. You know what? I, I love all of your taglines. And when I see, when I hear things like whenever I hear anything easy peasy, I'm like, oh God, Jillian, she's in my brain. She's in my head. When I hear anything, if I see something about pie, it's like, oh my gosh, Brenda Miller. So um, I, I got to come up with something really cool like that. But um, so, you know, the last time I asked you about a few different features that had just come up, but since it's the end of the year and there's been like a hundred, I think Kevin, a hundred new features this year, and we don't have time to go through all of them because, you know, we do have to sleep. Um, so I, I just like to sort of go through um, and ask you, what do you think were sort of the best, most helpful um, new features that we got this year? You know, more than one is okay, but, and who wants to jump in? Go okay, Jillian. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the video person has to say auto captions or you'd throw me out. You know, I'd be voted off the island. So I have to say we asked for it. We pleaded for it. We begged for it. LinkedIn heard us, made it happen, put them out there. And I have to commend them that when they first came out, they were a little wobbly. There was some, you know, like, how does this all work? And we had to really, you know, dive in and figure it all out. But they have already made updates. And for those of us who already do captions and we do the burnt in captions, we can turn the auto captioning off. And I just have to say, it is a joy and pleasure to see videos now come through the newsfeed that... These are people that never, ever captioned their videos. And I used to sit there silently going, Ugh, 
her. But, you know, I wasn't the caption police, so I didn't want to go. And, you know, I just thought, okay, if you choose not to, that's your choice. But you're hurting yourself and you're hurting anybody who needs those captions. Now those captions are there. So I just have to say two thumbs up for LinkedIn for doing it, making improvements, and way to go, LinkedIn. And it now makes LinkedIn inclusivity speakers who would always talk about being inclusive, right? And they would never caption their videos. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. Now at least they're not embarrassing themselves, right? And I know you're all video, but you have to give it to the LinkedIn audio group because they were the ones to first bring in automated closed captioning. And yes, came from, believe it or not, Microsoft, of all things. Uh, but good marriage to bring that in and, and get it done. And uh, I'm sorry, Dan, I jumped right over you. But that's my no. favorite. <laughs> audio events. And audio events with the closed captioning, with the fact that now, it, well, I guess about midway through the year, they added in the networking tab. Oh. And so that... Anybody who joins an event, and now that's also on the video lives as well, anybody who joins an event, if you just say, I accept, right, I'm coming, and you don't even show up, you can still network with anybody else who also accepted the event itself. And you could basically send them a direct message. If you're so far apart, LinkedIn will give you that free in-mail, which is pretty cool. And so you can in-mail them. So it's an actual networking tool now. And I think that's fantastic when there's those conversations. My favorite thing to do on an audio event is when somebody gets on the stage, I take a picture of them on the stage, little green ring around them, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe the banner on the side of what the event is. And while they're talking, I shoot it to them. I click on their profile. It pops up the messaging box. I send that to them. And I started a relationship by giving a gift. It's a great way to do it. And it works. And I have made friends that probably never would have been my friends, (laughs) potentially, right? If I hadn't sent them a little gift, can they thought that's so cool. And it's really, it changed the dynamics whenever I got into an audio room. So I love it. Sometimes you don't get on stage. Sometimes you don't have to. So I, I have one quick question for that. When you're talking about the networking and the messaging, I have noticed when I'm on lives now that if I'm if I'm on a LinkedIn live, I can click on somebody's you know head or whatever, mm-hmm. and I can message them while I'm right in that live. Is so? Can you do that on audio as well? It came from audio. Okay. Audio okay. started that process, and it's just I thought just such a cool thing that you could also. And what I love about the audio portion is that that area that normally was where the banner for the event was, if you click on that person, their profile now comes up in that banner area and the audio event is still running uninterrupted. You can even go back to the banner again. Um, I wish I could kind of figure a way to do that in, in live video. I know you can still pull up their profiles. It opens another tab, still makes it active, but I wish they could do it all on one screen, but I love that. So, so Deanna, you, you, I think are, have the most experience with audio uh, amongst, amongst the four of us. So what's your take on that? And what's your uh, favorite feature? I have to go with the LinkedIn audio events is my favorite feature um, for all of the reasons that Kevin detailed, but also because when I was in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic, Clubhouse became a friend to me. And so LinkedIn Audio, like this totally makes sense. It's a great new feature that builds in the 
audio and social audio capabilities and it's on LinkedIn and you don't have to go through that extra step. They make it pretty easy for you. The only thing that I would love to see at some point for LinkedIn audio events is number one, the ability to record. Okay. I would love the ability to record because I get for the audio events that I host on Thursday afternoons, I get constant people telling me, I wish it was recorded. I wish it was recorded. So that's number one. And number two, I would love the ability to have a co-moderator in that room because if something happens to me, if something happens to the device or whatever, poof, there it goes. Because And then I can't have, like, for example, I've had both Kevin and Jillian on my LinkedIn Live events. If I can't get in to start that room, they can't start it. That's There's true. only one person who creates it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now no. if you do it through your business page, yeah. you can get it that way. And anybody you incorporate into as an admin for your page can also host. They can open the room. They can do certain things, but they can't. Um, they can't pull people on stage, and they can't exit people. But they can open the room. Well, that's good backup. That's something. Yeah, I'll have to keep that in mind. And to Jillian's point, and that the auto captions that was going to be one of my top five. The the captioning I started on LinkedIn with video, and today I realized that this video that I had done of my um, son narrating the Christmas lights, I posted it last weekend, and I realized, actually, it wasn't last weekend, it was like 10 days ago, but anyhow, so I go in, and I cannot see the captions, but it's so easy, Jillian, to press the CC, and then edit what's coming up there, even if it's been up for a while, so I'm like, well, that's that, right, and then, and you can only edit it once, but it's the, the user abilities for closed captionings is good, too, um, and yep. auto caption. So, so what about what about um, screen share? Uh, sort of using a screen capture because I know I did that early on um, when a group that LinkedIn Ladies was doing the first doing audios when it was in beta, and I screen captured you know uh, I think one event just so everybody could see what it was like. So, and I've I have heard people you know are doing that. So, I, which I'm not surprised, but. Um, yeah, I take I take screenshots all the time of my yeah, audio. You can actually record the whole thing. I've done yeah. that uh, yeah. through yeah. Snagit. You can do a whole recording. It's a big yep. file. It can be done. But, you know, the one thing, and even on Clubhouse, and I we did rooms on Clubhouse for a couple of years. If you're going to record it, you got to make sure everybody understands it's recorded. Yeah. Because there is yeah. a difference. So, yeah, the privacy, the amount people will put on the table when they know it's not recorded is very different. So if your event in audio is about uh, seeking jobs, when people know it's recorded, they don't want to be in there. Yeah. Mm. They don't mind coming back later and listening to it because then they're never shown being there. But then you can't help people directly because they're panicking because it's going to be recorded. I don't want to be associated with that. So that ephemeral kind of, you know, conversation is very different than one that is recorded. And so I like both but for different reasons, right? If you're doing yeah. a presentation and you're kind of, shall we say, socially selling something, right? <laughs> Those are great things to record and then they can be played back. But when you're really trying to have a real conversation, when it's, a, you know, trying to help people in that sense, those I think are better unrecorded in, yeah. you know, in, in that way. 
Um, and that's one of the things that I know LinkedIn struggles with is they want to make sure when those recordings come in that it's very obvious, like there's a big red blinking light, like in a recording studio, right? You're being recorded. They want you to know, be something to that effect. Well, you yeah. know, the, the thing is, though, I, and I, I guess people, I would imagine, assume that LinkedIn Lives are, are being recorded. But it's also, you know, if it is being recorded and it's going to be played again and again, like a LinkedIn Live, this LinkedIn Live is going to sit on my profile for mm-hmm. I don't know how long, maybe forever. And so if so, I would think that if I'm going into an audio room and I know that recordings are sort of available, that it's going to be recorded, that it would be kind of known. But yes. Then then you get more into a speaker conversation than a audience conversation. That's that's the big difference when you turn on the recording light. We're okay with recording. There are a lot of people, if you were running your own podcast and you said, you want to come on, it's live. Yep. And Jillian's told me this too. People panic. Uh, Live? You mean you don't edit it? You mean it's like anything I say might be out there? It's like, what would you say that's out there that should be out there? Did you not have a mother? Yeah. What would you say that wouldn't be good live and that wouldn't be good recorded? I'm afraid of that. People, they're afraid people they're going to stick their foot in the mouth. Stumble. Yeah. People stumble. You know, they, yep. they, and that tells me they're probably foolish. It's probably a good filter to have, right? Yeah. It is so true. I have people, and, and I'm sure you too, you do also, Jillian. I have people contacting me all the time, um, trying to book people on my podcast. And I tell them, well, it's, you know, it's my LinkedIn live show and it broadcasts live. And then, you know, and I never hear from them again. Never hear from them again. And, and I we're we're all used to being on, and it, you know, I don't think anything of it, but it is kind of a kind of a weird thing. So I just want to say hello um, to our uh, couple of people here in the audience. So Dan has said that uh, he was agreeing with you. Jillian and Kevin about the auto captioning being a game changer. And it's, it's so true. I mean, even if you don't want to do it to be inclusive, do it to be selfish. I mean, but people never did. And it's, it's really unfortunate. And of course we have to say hello to Michelle, our friend who is joining us. So we're going global joining Mm -hmm. us from Australia over there. So thank you so much for popping by tonight. Oh, and I have to say also hello to Sam from uh, joining us from Ireland. So um, I I know her from the LinkedIn ladies group. So thank you so much. So um, what would you say then? um, uh, Actually, I want to add my favorite. My new favorite new feature is the scheduler. I Mm -hmm. love the scheduler. Um, And, you know, does anybody else love that? I mean, I think it's so wonderful for me to be able to sit here on a Saturday and just schedule my carousels and whatever for two weeks. But the flip side of that is it takes away some spontaneity. So I'm See, curious. I, I hate what, the scheduler. You do? <laughs> but that's, okay. that's the beauty of LinkedIn, right? You don't have to use every single feature. Every single feature is not perfect for every single person. Right. I look at the schedule and go, that was a waste of engineering time. <laughs> Put it on fixing messaging, right? Because to yeah. me, it takes more time to schedule something than it does for me to plug it in and hit pro- post, right? That's how I am. So, yeah. you know, I have my stuff planned out, but it's a copy, it's a paste, it's a post. 
And I go and I've just saved myself 15 minutes of scheduling. Mm. And I I worry that with schedulers, we have a tendency people will schedule things, forget they scheduled them. Right. And so Mm. it's not just scheduling the post, but it's scheduling the ghost. Right. They're not going to be there when people Post start saying, ghost. Hey, I love this. Yes. What's going yes. on? You do that. And they're not yes. there, right? And they come back the next day and they go, wait, I mean, I scheduled something yesterday. Let me go check. And then it's sitting there for 24 hours with absolutely no comments. And it, and, yeah, and I mean, no interaction. Because, I mean, it could be sitting there full of other people's comments and you haven't engaged with any of those people. Which and then is, what do you look like, right? Right. You, you look like somebody who didn't really care. You just wanted to post. So. But yeah. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> oh, thank, you, thank you, Michelle, for, for saying that she's a fan of the scheduler. So here's the thing. Um, when I know when my posts are scheduled and I make sure that when my post is scheduled that I go on before and when it's scheduled, I'm on there. But one of the things that I like about it is the fact that um, I can um, – schedule something so that if I can have everything planned and schedule it, then I can focus my time on commenting. Hmm. And I don't have to think about, Oh, did my, my scheduling, you know, do I need to be scheduling? So, so, uh, so I'm sorry, I guess I'm the only one here, but I have people in the audience saying that they're with me. So <laughs> now the next thing they need to do is, is schedule your comments, right? With AI. No, no, oh, no, 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 says, no, Lovely comment. no, <laughs> no, 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 Oh my God. And so, then we'll just, we don't even need our, us, you know, we don't even need to show up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. So that GPT so, will will write it for us, schedule it for God. us, and yeah. do the comments. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, so let's just, let's turn our attention to the, you know, eh, not so great Meh. You know, feature. So I guess, so I guess that for you three, it's the scheduler. But what, oh. what? What else? What else? I don't know. I don't know if that would be the height thing on my list. I want Kevin to go first with okay. the one that he dislikes the most. Okay. The one I disliked the most is the one I liked the most, and that was pinned. I loved mm. pinned oh. as a comment, and I got so used to it. We were talking earlier. I was addicted, <laughs> and then they took it away from me. They gave it to me in August. Every single post I was using pinned. And I was using it to pin resources at the top that are free resources for anybody. And that's how I used it. And, you know, to me, it was the world's greatest thing. And then it just disappeared one day, right? Mm -hmm. Gone, no longer there. We're all setting up help cases. Hey, my pin has disappeared. And LinkedIn came back to many of us with this kind of formulated, well, we discontinued it based on low usage. (laughs) We figured out maybe 20% of the people got PIN. Everybody I knew used it constantly at like 98% of the time they used their PIN. And so we couldn't figure out what low usage was. And of course, help couldn't figure out what it was either because their answers back were confusing. But it was the way (laughs) they did this. And, you know, we did set up, we had a couple of links, one that goes directly to the Microsoft, the director of product who works the LinkedIn product team. And the other one is a form that goes directly to whoever is 
the product lead on any product. You don't have to know who it is. You don't have to figure it out. It goes directly to the product lead and their boss, which is nice, right? And we filled out those two forms. We did 190 forms on PIN. And they did come back. And actually, uh, Daniel Ross wrote a nice message, kind of apologizing for the way it was done or Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been done because it wasn't the normal process. They don't normally kill something and don't tell anybody, you know, (laughs) they normally, you know, if they're going to fix it, if they're going to do better on it, they, they let it run. They at least let it complete the rollout and then they gather feedback and go from there. Um, So they did uh, adjust, but all those forms that went in, now they're saying it's coming back. So I'm excited. And I had a meeting uh, with two people in the product group to give suggestions and so two of the things I said, you use a little, like a pin icon instead of making people look for the, the three dots, right? And oh, not yeah, yeah. There's magic behind the three dots. So make a pin icon. Give me one to pin my stuff, my self promo, and give me one to pin somebody I want to raise up out of the comments to the top. Yeah. Give me both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. pins. It doesn't yeah. cost anything more. The code's already there, right? Color the pins. One's red, one's blue, whatever it is. Yes. But I love that. Like that. Then nobody else, no other platform is doing that, giving you multiple pins. I think it's cool. And because one's mm-hmm. red, you know, that's self-promotion. Okay. It's kind of like a little warning label, right? Don't, don't. Yeah. Keep this uh, yeah. But I think that's smart, you know, and it solves the, the social give back issue LinkedIn always has with everything they do, right? Everything's supposed yeah. to be about equity. And if you're promoting your stuff and making money on it, then you're not being equitable, whatever. I don't know what it is, but. They don't like that component, but this is a way to do it where I think it works. So my favorite became my least favorite. Now, maybe if they get this right, it'll be my favorite again. So so Michelle agrees with you. So thank you, Michelle. And I have to comment. It's so much fun to sit here because we can see people commenting and the our people out there that are, you know, listening to us are chatting amongst themselves and, and having a gay old time. So this is a party for them, not just for us. So um, thank you so much for uh, enjoying yourselves out there. Uh, we appreciate it. So, all right. So, so um, Jillian, what, what is your uh, meh for the, for the, the dead of the year award goes to yeah. drum roll carousels, carousels, <laughs> not document posts, not sliders, the carousels that, I never got. Most of us didn't get. Killer cells is what River gets. They're horrid. Killer cells. Yeah, they're absolutely (laughs) horrid. Uh, There's one person I want to shout out, and that would be Dave Officer, who is over in the UK. Incredible graphic guy. He's he a, a must follow for everyone. He's about the only one I've actually seen do it right. Where it's the multimedia, where it's pictures and video. And here's why it's a fail for me, because first of all, most people aren't doing it right. So they just do all video or they do all graphics and the videos are meh because we have no idea how long your video is. And it's Mm -hmm. just like you just took a video and chopped it up into 25 bits and now it's an hour and I'm still looking at your (laughs) carousel. The the closed captioning didn't work. So people are going to Instagram and they were captioning their videos. I don't think the auto captions that have come out work with the carousels. So I just think the carousels are a major fail. And I helped a couple of people who actually got the feature. I never got it and it's still in beta. And 
when I, I help people, I think it was dead. so fiddly. It was so fiddly. Yeah. So that to me was just like, eh. And then the worst thing was now people don't know what in the world to call carousels anymore because we hmm. all refer to carousels as sliders and they're actually document posts. But now we have this wrong word and you have to keep correcting people. Well, you, can't, you can't blame me. That's why I always put in brackets what it's supposed to be called. So I've always called it <laughs> document post. Well, that's what I, it, that's I a real name. Carousel is something that we, we group manufactured yeah. and pretended yeah. it was, right? It never was called carousel. And, if you well, and the then we had the carousel, you know, yeah, which, was, well, which was started by yeah. Zoe over in Israel. And, and that was kind of fun thing. But that kind of started the whole carousel yeah. movement. So, you know, uh-huh. I call them sliders because click, click, click. I love them. <laughs> I, I, I call them sliders. I call them boring now. I see almost every other post now is a document post. And I'm now tired of them. It's kind of like when polls came out and everybody jumped back on polls and then everything was a poll, favorite donut, favorite, you know, whatever. <laughs> and we got tired of them. We got so sick of polls, we wouldn't even touch a poll, right? And they died. They went from, you know, I had some polls that were in the 300, 400,000 views, wow. you know, 10, 20,000 uh, votes on them. And then they just, boom. And it was because we got tired of them. And I think right now, document posts are that way. And I think you got to mix it up. Yeah, yeah. got to mix it up. Selfies went through a phase. Everybody was doing selfies. And yeah. now if I see a selfie, I'm just yeah, out of here. Yeah, so, so, I'm done. So, um, so Deanna, what's your, uh, what's your uh, dud? Um, I would say, I would say, and I feel like I'm like totally on the Kevin train because pinned comments was on, was like, I was one of a huge fan of pinned comments. And then all of a sudden it was ripped out from under us. And I'm like, what the blank is going on that something can be rolled out for three months. And then all of a sudden, no, you don't get it. I'm sorry. I'm like, it was longer than that. It came out in August. August and then November's when they when it went away, right? Yeah, that's a, so that's incredible. Definitely event. three or four months. Yeah, yeah. It just it seemed longer than that. It's just it's not. It's it's they didn't give it enough time to really like low usage. Maybe enough people don't know about it, and that's yeah, why yeah. because you don't roll out your new features saying, "Here's my new feature," and and here's I mean, why don't they have a part of Facebook dedicated? to everything that's new so that the rest of us who enjoy the platform are actually using the it, new thing. They you don't said even Facebook. have them internally. They it, don't I have a Facebook? list internally of all <laughs> their <laughs> stuff that they've ever made. They don't have one. You, you know, no. you're, you're so right, though, Dan, and I think that's probably true. People didn't know. I mean, if you're not talking to people like, you know, or following, like I follow you all and I, Kevin, you're the new features guy. You always have it out there. And so I hear about these things, but people that aren't on LinkedIn all the time, they don't hear about it. And so they if don't. you're not hearing about it, how do you know that that post is pinned at the right. top? I mean, it's, just- I still have, I still have people asking me about creator mode all the time <laughs> and yeah. it's been out for a while now, but they're still asking me, what are the pros and cons of using creator mode? 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I know. And, you know, you can share some thoughts on that, Kevin. I know you have some about the whole creator mode, but I, I have to say that my dud of the year is the templates. And thank you, Michelle. And there's Michelle. Where you can go on and what, have a, a square. So you can, if you have that, you can click on it and have a colored square come up and put your quote on that. And I just thought that was just so like boring. I mean, what is exciting about having you know, my, what I want to say in blue or something. It just, you know, when you could just go to Canva and make something that's actually interesting. So, Especially because you can't customize it with your well, own that's brain. What we suggested that they allow us to, to upload our own templates, right? So you could have your own yeah. brand template. You upload it. It stays there as part of your account. So if you're out and about, you're on mobile and you want to do something, you can brand it with your own template. And then the only advantage I see in the whole template process is whatever you type into that template is indexable, both internally and externally. So Google can pick it up. LinkedIn can pick it up. You can find things through that process. So that's kind of cool, Yep. especially if you're having subjects that sometimes get filtered, right? Oh, yes. Okay. The template can allow those things to get out there and, and not be found as easy in that sense, but I like that component of it. And had they given us the ability to upload our own slide so that we could be then mobile and branded, that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I can't, you know, some of those things look like uh, slides we made in high school for bacteria, right? You put it two <laughs> pieces of glass and that's made that egg foo young shape. I know. I, I know, I know. I, I guess it, I guess design is not a big thing for for LinkedIn. I, I guess they don't have a lot of you know graphic. I think on. they got the free kit. <laughs> no, they didn't buy the premium templates. They got the free ones. Oh, Speaking my. of indexable, Kevin, aren't newsletters search searchable too? That's the reason why I really got on that newsletter bandwagon, and I've been doing it the entire year. Technically, even even your posts are indexable now and they've been indexable for about the last year. But what's really cool on the newsletters is you now have under uh, um, uh, subscriber admin area, you've got the ability under settings now to do your SEO for that newsletter. Love it. Which gives you a lot more control. And I've already the the. new LinkedIn features list. It's always been on Google, but now it's now absolutely top ranked on Google. And it's because Mm. of the SEO little doorway that they've now given us. So that's pretty cool that they did that. And, you know, articles, which is basically what a newsletter is, right? It's pushed out to everybody on your list one way or another, right? But then it becomes an article and it sits as an article. Articles have always been the long run game for anybody creating mm-hmm. content on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. They're not the short game, obviously, because they just don't do as well right out the shoot. No. But in the long run, that's that's where you keep those things that you want people to see. Yeah. So, so yeah. what what features do y'all use the most? I mean, what do you use most often? I mean, we talk about audio and and the different things, but but what are, you know, what are um do you use most often? I I guess what I'm I'm thinking of is maybe the the type of content. And I know we talked about the sliders, and I'm guilty of calling them the carousels. I don't know where I heard that, but you know, some bad person talking somewhere, and I listened to them. But, no, um, but I can't point right there. She is. 
It's Jillian. Jill- <laughs> I can't oh. put my finger the right direction. It was Jillian's quote. <laughs> so <laughs> she started that. I mean, I started doing those because, um, and and I I wasn't aware. I guess maybe we could have done them always, but I wasn't aware of it. And, you know, I was trying to create one and it took me like hours to figure out that I had to download it as a PDF. So it is a document. And so how LinkedIn, you know, turns that into that slider is kind of like when, when facts first started and I was trying to think of how paper print down a paper would go across the airwaves to somebody else and come out on a machine. I don't know how they do that, but, um, I love those, but I am careful not to do more than one a week. And they do get a lot of engagement, though. So if everybody hates them, why do they get so much engagement? I think that's just, they're at this kind of peak. Yes. And anytime something peaks, we see so much of it. Yes. It's like if, if you only got served broccoli every single day for 120 days, at first you might like broccoli. At about 120 <laughs> days, you don't like broccoli anymore, right? You've had too much. And so everything in the post goes through those cycles. And that's why anybody who does this long enough says, try different things. Do a little video. Variety. Yeah. Do a, a, you know, a picture post. Maybe try one of the, uh, the template posts, right? Try something different (laughs) every day. Mm -hmm. You don't become that constant. I'm riding the wave that everybody's on and all the posts end up looking the same. Yes. It's going to start to blend in. And that's when the drop begins. And the drop has already begun on them. So So I have a question for you. And this is not a a feature per se, but um, I think someone had said earlier something about selfies. Now, I, you know, occasionally I'll have a selfie. Usually it's like me and one of our dogs or something like that. And, but I've noticed lately that I've been seeing a fair amount of them more than before a couple of people in particular it's like every day when i'm on linkedin if i see them it's a it's a picture of them you know usually just like standing or sitting or something and which is kind of odd to me so so what do you what do you think about that the whole selfie thing that's that's the decline when you start seeing pictures that have nothing to do with the post right but it's okay. just the person yeah and- you know, my arm's only so long. I can only take so many pictures <laughs> you know, myself. But I, or I you go to you go to their activity there. feed, and it's the same posts. It's the mm-hmm. same picture. You just scroll back through their posts, and you go, "You've got one selfie, and you're using it every three days." Oh my god! That's boring. Oh my That's god! That's boring. I'm not a selfie fan. I'm not. In yeah. fact. I've actually taken a selfie saying, this is the reason for my selfie. I know, I read that in your post. It goes along with this selfie. I'm not yeah. a selfie person. Yeah, you know, but I do I think people like to, to know like you, right? They do want to get to know you. And so, you know, some yeah. of that stuff, the little flavor in that is good. But if it's every single time and it has nothing to do with the post. Yeah, yeah. That's it's when you know you're context. on the decline of the wave and, and you see a lot of that going on and people... You know, they were saying, oh, you know, selfies are hot. Selfies are hot. Well, if you're hearing selfies are hot, you're two weeks too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. That's what it is. Anytime they say this is hot, you're two weeks too late. Yep. You're not at the and top. Of the, it's the like there's people who sell the kids to sell real estate. Right. I can teach right. you how to make millions selling real estate. That's why I've got this room at the Ramada Inn. <laughs> I'm charging 20 bucks a head for Right. 
That's you what can it is. say the so, same thing about polls. You can say okay. the same thing about carousels and document posts. Everyone gets excited about a certain thing, and everyone gets on that train, and then all of a sudden the train crashes and then downward spiral, and then it's not being used anymore. So everyone okay, runs so, right the wave. So what is going to be the the next big thing? Just tell me. I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> Four of us are going to do it, but what is going to be, you know, what, what's next? What, what do you think is a, a the next eye catcher? Video events. Mm. It's like audio events, but video. So instead of that little round mm. circle, just being a still picture, it's going to be video. They're going to be a little bigger. It's going to be a little more interactive. That to me, open conversation with video. That's cool. I know that they've got plans for it. They've shown a couple of little beta samples of it. Um, being in that beta group at the beginning for audio, learned a lot of things in there, but that's the next step. That's the next plan. And then the other component of that is because of the way it's done, um, natural video on LinkedIn. So you don't need third party you know, to host anything on LinkedIn. You could do a live through LinkedIn, mm. not using anybody else. But so that's I, I, kind of the it, next step, and that all kind of dovetails into these uh, video events. Wow, I, I think that that that's that's interesting because the part of the reason um, that I know, like I use Streamyard and Jillian mm-hmm. use Streamyard because it's mm-hmm. very simple to use, and you know it, it looks kind of cool. It's very you know um, again easy to use. It has a lot of features that are easy to use. But I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be native to LinkedIn as far as like you know, having a, a video on LinkedIn, what that is going to be like, so. if it's going to end up being clunky. And, and uh, my other I think it's going to be that- basic at first, but okay. basic is okay. If it gets more people doing it, basic works, you know? And so I think that's really what it's going to be. And then, you know, they're going to have some other things in there that I think with all this stuff they're doing with Microsoft designer, that new program, and Microsoft Designer has a video component, uh, okay. very much like Restream does. So I think they're going to be bringing in components like that that will allow us to do things like we used to run off to Canva and do you know this over here at Canva and bring it over here, and then we're loading it onto Restream. We're going to be able to do it all in one, but not have to run around and have different resources. Hmm. So I just would good like as each to- resource. I don't know, but. I know that they're working towards that. I would like to know when the new features are rolled out so I can be prepared for other stuff breaking because that's what's happened to me over the last couple of weeks. And Jillian can attest to this too, that other stuff breaks when new stuff is rolled out. And it'd be really awesome if they could roll something out without other things breaking. This this, There's so much spaghetti wiring is is a good term to use. There's so much coding on top of coding. They never planned LinkedIn to be what it is today. If you go back, I did a timeline on LinkedIn and you go back and you look at the original screens of LinkedIn. We didn't even have pictures on our profile. Yeah. It was so basic. We didn't, we couldn't post, we couldn't do articles, we couldn't do messaging. It was really basic. That's where they started the design. Everything else was added to it. Right. And they just kept adding stuff. They've never done a complete, let's shut it down and build it up again and turn it back on. They've never done anything like that. I think that's coming 
because I'm seeing some weird things. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of little blue lines around things as they're developing. I'm seeing them run audio groups uh, where you can't hear the sound, but you know what's going on. Mm. And I've actually found a way to listen in. Um, but I know that that's happening. And so they're getting ready for some big changes. And I think they've really worked through to redesign the whole site so things work better and things can be added better. But anytime you bring in these things, it's a whole new complexity that if it's not planned for, you know, it does have problems. And, uh, you know, that's that's one of the reasons when things roll out, why everybody doesn't get it at once, because the platform would probably blow up every single time. And that's why they do these five randomized waves, right? That's why we always think, oh, so-and-so always gets it, but they only get one in 10 or one in five all the time. And, you know, sometimes they're last, sometimes they're middle, but it's five randomized waves that increase in size that are timed. And then they try to fix things as they go along or improve them, right? During that process, you know, that is to keep the site from imploding. Mm -hmm. That's why some things never make it past the first couple of waves and they go away. Like maybe carousel. So like carousels. I think, I think carousel, I think, I think it's dead. I don't know. I haven't heard of Facebook, but I think it's gone. So I want to just share some comments from, from our friends out there. The no context selfies is a trend that's taking over LinkedIn. And I, I, I agree with this. Selfies are hot when you're 25 ish year old female and the reach is crazy. You know, I, I, I'll tell you, if I put up um, pictures of my dogs, they do way better than pictures of me. So I guess that's because I'm not that 25-ish, uh, you know, little gammon girl. But um, <laughs> you just so got to use I, the right filters. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So, so I do have to. Um, I do have to ask though, because you're when you're talking about the idea of having um, video on LinkedIn that more people will use it. I kind of don't think that to be true. And, and the reason is because who does profile videos? Hardly anybody. I push and push and push. And they should. And it takes me six months for them to finally do it. And I just, I don't know. I don't see, I I think right now. I'll I'll tell you, if you had profile video that you could do on your desktop using your laptop camera, you'd have twice as many easily in, in within a week. Because people yeah. could sit there and they could do their profile video and overdo it a couple of times. Oh, that one's good enough. Load it. Somebody yeah. like that is not going to grab their mobile phone and shoot a video and then send that video somewhere else and then edit that video. And you can do so, it all in one spot like that. And on desktop or mobile, those things change. So, so Jillian and Deanna, what, what do you think about that? Do you think that if the, the video will increase? Video I, I think... I I think that video will increase because I think that LinkedIn is competing against TikTok. LinkedIn has lots of ears and eyes and whatever in TikTok, you know, so I think we're going to see more video things on my wish list would be a video tab for our mm-hmm. profiles, just like there is on a company page that, that, that technology is already there. So that to me is easy. We have a documents tab. We have an article tab. They need, they Why need can't to put we tabs on everything. There should be a feed tab where you got six yes. different ways to break your feed up. There should be, you know, same thing on your profile tabs. And they used to have tabs on your profile. Did you know that? 
Each section, instead of you scrolling down, it was a tab. You went to work experience, Mm. and it opened up your work experience. You click the next one, might have been. Oh yeah, I remember that. Opened up the education. Mm. They love tabs at one point. You know, so so I'd I'd like to see the video more organized. What do I think LinkedIn will really give us? So here's my prediction: because LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft, I think they're going to give us Clippy. Do you remember Clippy with like, he was that little paper clip that talks yes. in Microsoft Word? Yes. I can see that. That's going to replace <laughs> pinned comments is Clippy. I so think that's, that's going to prediction. replace LinkedIn help. And we're just going to call it helpy. <laughs> and it's going to jump around <laughs> the page. And you have to catch it and then make it answer something. And yeah, it'll say if, no if information that- on that. If that works better than the current LinkedIn help, we'll be okay. Because they're still trying to figure out what happened to my event that I posted last Monday. Yeah, and they're still trying to like, yeah. put Clippy on it. Bring back Clippy. <laughs> so, so Deanna, so Deanna what, what, is your, um, what is your wish and, and your prediction? I, to, in, in regards to the video, I think it would be awesome if the video enhancements across the board and LinkedIn improved because of how, and not, not necessarily just because, but TikTok is exploding. And if LinkedIn doesn't see that, which I know they do, then they're not going to get with that, um, ride that wave with them. You know, I mean, we gotta, there are people on LinkedIn who will never get on TikTok. And then there's other people on LinkedIn that are on TikTok all the time. Um, so LinkedIn has to understand the video is where things need to be. Um, and, and the fact that they're looking into video events that are similar to audio events really intrigues me because Mm -hmm. to not have to do a live and to do a video event that's similar to the LinkedIn audio events that I've been running since August, that, that would be cool. I would totally try that out. I think they've got to have video comments. That would be awesome. Like you can actually, you know, comment by video and even have it where it, you know, does the caption for you, makes that as a comment. comment. (laughs) You know, I, I, I agree with you. Um, You know, the whole thing about, about TikTok, I'm a big fan of TikTok. I I talked to Jillian about this and um, we actually did a show together on her show about it. And, you know, the, the audience on TikTok is aging. Um, the audience, you know, uh, the people that follow me, the biggest, a large proportion are like 35 to 55 and the video and the the videos are longer. I mean, you can do like, um, I think it's, I think, I think it might be 10 minutes, um, is the longest. So, you know, and most of them are still short, but you know, there, there are a lot of people that we all know that are on there, um, have, have accounts on there. Um, and are on there and you know I mean it's fun too but um, and and I think it's um, I think that's true uh, the whole LinkedIn and and, uh, video so we're we've been here and we've been chatting about a bunch of different stuff but um, I'd like you to to share um, something that that we haven't talked about that you think is interesting or important, people might get value out of when they're listening now or on the replay or even later on the podcast. Um, so why don't we start ladies first with Jillian and we'll work Jillian, Deanna and Kevin. I, I would have to just say that based on our conversations and probably our own insights and perspectives, variety is everything on LinkedIn. 
So like Kevin said, as soon as you hear it's a trend, then you need to kind of go swim the other way. So for instance, Richard Vanderblom, he does his report, everybody reads the report and everybody does it. Well, if everybody's doing it at the same time, it's it's like that's what worked before. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily that what worked now. So I think my suggestion to people for 2023 is find what you're comfortable with. It's like I do videos, whether they get crappy engagements or go off the charts. I like to do videos, but I don't do a video every day. I don't do a carousel or a document post or a slide or whatever we're going to call it. It's like mix it up. Do some pictures, Mm -hmm. do some text only. I do articles, long game. That's the long game. I do articles beyond my newsletter. So it's like figure out your sweet spot and always come from a position of value and Mm -hmm. how can your content be valuable. And at the end of the day, that's what you're aiming for. Not the trend, not what, you know... How valuable is just a selfie of me eating a burger? It's not that great, unless it's Annette doing a video about the burger. And she took that challenge. She took that challenge. So that, that's, that's my soapbox. I'll get off now. But variety is the spice of life on LinkedIn. So that's what we should all be doing for 2023. Okay. I would say that there is something on LinkedIn that not enough people use that they should use, and that is the ability to write something and save it, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is semi-new to LinkedIn, the ability to write a whole post and save it as a draft, use it, because I was one of the many, and I'm sure that we've all been in this scenario where you've been writing a post, and it's looked awesome, and then all of a sudden, it disappears. Poof, (laughs) it's gone, all of those words. save it, save it. Whether you save it in a Google Doc or you save it in a Microsoft Word Doc, that's fine. But LinkedIn is now giving you the ability to save it as a draft and you can go back and work on it. Honestly, if you get into the whole like writing a piece of content and you're writing and you're writing and writing and you're posting, then it's probably not going to be that good anyhow because you didn't put a lot of thought and effort into it. Okay, so it's it really to go into what Jillian said is offer that value and give, give, give in your content. But if you have an idea and you want to write, start a post and then go back to it, you have the ability now to do that. So use some of the features that LinkedIn is giving to you. And I really like that one. I love the ability to just write something and and save it and go back to it. And LinkedIn newsletters is that same way. I have never written a newsletter and then just posted it. I have always written that animal in advance, um, whether it's a day in advance or two days in advance. And I just love the ability to save something and go back and, and tweak it. Yeah. Great tip. And you're about you, Kevin? You know, and it's kind of off the track of tonight a little bit, but one of my favorite features is forgotten on LinkedIn. It is focused more towards people looking for employment, but it could be used for anybody doing a presentation. And that is if you go into the jobs tab and you go off to the right-hand side, there is an area that's called interview prep. And it will Mm. give you questions that people ask, right? 
you can look at those questions. You can look at the answers. They've got videos where you can study it. They've, you know, if you're paying premium, they've got some of the answers already there. But I tell people, blow those off, make it your own, right? Because that's what you want, because they've already heard the canned answers. But they have a AI video practice portion that you can actually go in there and you can respond back to that question, mm-hmm. right? You can file it. You can actually allow recruiters to read it if that's your thing, but mm-hmm. you can also use it for anything. If you're creating that video, that profile video, you can use their component, record it, get graded by the AI. You said, um, 37 times. You might want to cut that out. Uh, your pitch was a little soft. You weren't excited. And they're going to give you all this feedback. And it's the same feedback that if you're interviewing, right, they're looking at the other side. AI is giving them all this stuff. You might as well know what they're getting, first of all, right? But it can help you practice any video you want and give you feedback. If you're not comfortable with practicing with anybody else, you don't want to just throw it out there. It's a great tool. It's free. You can even forward it to people and say, hey, what do you think? I think I forwarded one to Jillian as part of a video I made at YouTube to to kind of show. And I answered it. Yeah, you did. I knew you would. (laughs) But that tool is incredible. And it seems to be getting better all the time. So there's a lot of hidden stuff on LinkedIn. I would hate to be a movie right now because there's Mm. so much hidden stuff. There's so many good things. Um, You just got to find, you know, what you like. Um, And I have to say, I've got one other. And that is anytime, you know, you're using any of the search filters. And I use one. I create my, my favorite content creators search, right? I go through there. I put everybody in there and I do it by name, right? Of the individual. And I do it by the last 24 hours. Once I get that search done, I save it as a bookmark. Yeah. So now every time I can click it and I've got like 63 LinkedIn experts that I see exactly what they've written in the last 24 hours, all in one oh, column, yeah. no commercials, no ads. I can just go zip, 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 and I catch up every single day. I can click it three times a day and I'm going to get the new stuff because relevancy, they're not going to show me what I already saw. Cool thing. And then I've got one for clients. I've got one for target companies. I've got another one. And so I've got these little bookmarks. LinkedIn's given us the tool. They just don't let us save it. You can't save it like a job alert, right? Yeah. Yeah. Save it as a bookmark and your efficiency goes through the roof. Well, uh, that is fabulous. I learned about that from you recently and I set it up and it saves so much time. So as we are winding down, um, what's the best way for people to uh, reach you? Kevin, let's start with you. It's always LinkedIn, right? Okay. (laughs) And And I'm Kevin D. Turner, the only Kevin D. Turner, I think out there. No, that's not true, but I'm easy enough to find on LinkedIn. Come, come see me, follow me first. I'm big about follow first. Let's engage out there, right? Let's have some conversations before you send me an invite and never send me a blank one. Because if you do, I'll let it go. I'll reject it. Not personal because you weren't personal with me. So there's nothing personal going on here. I just reject it. And then you've got 30 days to come back and try it again after 30 days. So that's how I work. Follow me. Engage with me. I'll engage with you. And maybe if it's right, We'll connect. Cool. Deanna? LinkedIn. Direct message me on LinkedIn. 
Um, go to leverageupllc.com if you want to see the website. But I'm always on LinkedIn, and that's the best way to get in touch with me. Okay. And Jillian? Ditto, 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 <laughs> LinkedIn. So, yeah, sort of exactly what everybody else said. Follow me on LinkedIn. And if you want to connect, make sure that you actually go through my profile and send me a message. I'm still open to connecting with people, but not a blank pitch. And please don't tell me that you want to teach me about video marketing because that's like, that's a a fail for me. That's (laughs) That's a fail. So my, my best, my best connection recently was somebody connecting, want to connect with me because I'm a yoga coach. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but I will say that, that for me, I, my, one thing I always recommend to people is to step outside your comfort zone, do something different. If you haven't done video, do that. If you haven't done a slider, do that. Um, but what I will say to please, you know, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. But one thing that you must do is follow these three people on LinkedIn because you will learn so much. They share so generously. So um, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. I've been seeing you in the audience and seeing the uh, the responses, and we really appreciate you being here. And um, I guess at this time, I have to say, see you next year. So corny, but true. I know. <laughs> Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Trend Talk Show. If you enjoyed our broadcast, please subscribe.